This is Walton BizTalk, a student-run podcast created by the Business Communication Lab and the Sam M. Walton College of Business, where we have casual conversations about professional things. I'm Ryan Decker. And I'm Kiara Lozano. And this season, we're talking about stories of adaptability. The world turned upside down in March because of COVID-19, and we have all had to figure out our new normal. And this is especially true for our guest today, Stephanie Fielder, who is a recruiter at Walmart. Stephanie actually was my recruiter throughout my experience with Walmart, and since I signed full-time, she's obviously great at what she does. Thanks for joining us today, Stephanie. Thank you for having me. So before we get into, you know, how COVID has changed everything, I'm interested to know how you became interested in recruiting at the start. Yeah, so I'll give you all a little bit of a background. Um, I'm actually a Walton grad. Um, I graduated in 2017 a major in supply chain, um, which is interesting now that I'm over in recruiting. So um, I interned for Walmart before I graduated and then um, came back full time and was a business analyst and worked through that for a year or so before I decided I wanted to work with people more. Um, So I hopped my way over, started networking with people over in the campus space Um, Like Ryan, I was brought in as an intern, and so I really enjoyed my experience coming into Walmart and wanted to be able to provide that experience to others as well, Um, and found myself over on the campus team shortly after, where I have been for a little over two years now. Awesome. So obviously, everything has changed a lot because of COVID, but can you tell us just a little bit about the recruiting process in general and Um, and then eventually we'll get to how it's changed, but just a little bit more for our listeners who may not be familiar with the process. Yeah, so everything is virtual. (laughs) I mean, I feel like that one line is like my year in a nutshell. Um, uh, We had some hope at the beginning of COVID that things would clear up by now, but we are just adapting quickly. Um, So it's a great topic that you guys have. Um, because adaptability is crucial during this time with career fairs, um, trying to find internships, recruiters working with building those personable relationships. And so that's kind of what's changed for us is we've just had to quickly adapt and move and um, put ourselves in a situation where we can do our jobs virtually. Cool. So I know one of the things that we have here at the university is that we have our career fair. Um, It's tomorrow on the day that we're recording this, um, but September 29th. (laughs) (laughs) But I know that's all virtual as well. So I'm assuming, are you going to be at that tomorrow? Yes, I I will. We have quite a few um, Walmart associates that will be attending that. Okay, That's awesome. So would you say that in-person or virtual recording, a virtual recruiting, which one do you think is easier? And is there really any pros and cons for each? Yeah, there's pros and cons for each. I um, Obviously, in-person recruiting is going to be easier. It's easier to immediately tell um, how that person reacts, how they compose themselves, what body language they have, how interested they are. It's also probably a little bit easier when it comes to career fairs and being able to talk to multiple companies and meet multiple people within those companies. Um, Cons are that it's hard over a screen. It's hard to get in front of a bunch of people because um, you might have to wait in some virtual lines. You might have to um, 
talk to somebody that's not really aligned to what you're looking for with that company because the other person's busy. And so, um, and also Zoom fatigue. That is so, I know that from sitting on the camera, talking all day, um, doing your pitch over and over again, it can be exhausting. So I think that's definitely tough with the virtual aspect, but a couple pros I see with virtual is we get to meet so many more students than we did before. Um, We get to host more events. We get to bring business leaders who typically before couldn't take off to travel on campus, um, not only at U of A, but to other schools in different states due to their schedule. And now we can include them in events and let them pop in for 30 minutes of a speaker series or let them help us out with other events because it's less of a time commitment from the business. So I think that definitely is a plus from the virtual standpoint. And also I think it's cool, like, I think it's a cool, good thing that we're all in this together. Like no one, no one company it's virtual and no one student's having to do this virtually. Like we're all working virtually right now. And so um, it really helps level the playing field for those looking for internships, um, having all the companies virtual instead of some on campus and some virtual. So. Um, like you said, there's pros and cons, and we're just quickly figuring out the way to work with what we have. Yeah, yeah. that's really great, honestly. Um, with that like being said, do you think that since you were doing a little bit more of online recruiting that you're going to see um, just a little bit more of a, like a different dynamic on like how students interact? Because as you know, this year has progressed, we've done a lot of online like virtual things throughout the year and it seems like it's going to continue that way for a little bit so do you think that this also shows like how students can adapt um, and be better fit for potentially like working online as interns for the company yeah I I think so I think um, if you can demonstrate your passion behind a screen that is something that will make you stand out. Um, I think that being able to adapt quickly, to adapt to the technology. um, Whenever I am in career fairs, it's important to make sure you test everything before you get started to make sure that whenever you do get in front of the employers, you're ready to go, um, put together and ready to start talking. I think um, it is gonna show those students that really want to work for your company and want the roles you have because it's not just as easy as walking up or having someone walk up to you. You have to seek us out a little bit more than before. So I think that really is going to help um, show us the students and really bring them to the surface, the ones that are passionate about what we do and the ones that want to um, join in with our company. And that goes for any other company as well because it's just not going to be as easy to get in front of us. Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I know you probably had career fairs or other things at other schools, um, you know, since we've went to all virtual. Has anything really stood out to you? Like, um, you know, maybe a student who was really prepared or really um, excelled in the virtual environment or just, you know, maybe how another school did things or uh, something that was unique that you saw? Yeah, one thing that has been unique is a lot of people's internships were canceled this summer. Um, So it's hard for them to really talk about their experience in a specific field and how it can relate to what we're looking for. 
Um, so things that have stood out from students is how they've talked about what they've done during that time when they were supposed to have an internship. Did they work on some of their skill sets? Did they get any certifications? Did they work on a project within school? Um, really what they did to utilize that time that they were supposed to be at their internship. Um, because that, that really shows to me their drive and what they are looking for in their career. Um, so I really appreciate those students that come ready to speak about their experience this past summer or um, just to speak about any experience they've had. Um, so I recommend that you come prepared, come ready to talk about that. And then also, I, I feel like I repeat this a lot, but research the companies you're speaking to. Um, even if it's one that you don't really have any interest in, just write a few notes down about it and make sure that whenever you speak to that company, you know what they do and you know what they're looking for, um, because that makes a student stand out a lot as well, um, showing that they've researched the company, they're interested in what you have to offer, and they've really looked at what you're looking for and how it aligns to their skill sets. So um, that's kind of what I've seen from a candidate standpoint. Now, from schools, um, we've worked with a lot of different platforms and um, each platform is unique and different in its own way. And um, some schools have had a platform where it makes video chat really easy. And that has been super helpful to have one Zoom room where people will get in a waiting, will get in the waiting room and I can one by one let them in and, and remove our conversations over. And so um, just be prepared to utilize different platforms and um, be adaptable to the changing platforms and know how to use them. So lots of moving pieces, but um, still are good ways to stand out. Yeah, that's interesting to me. I'm, I haven't actually used any of the virtual career fair platforms yet, um, but I'm curious to know, I, I think there's obviously like a chat function and then you mentioned like a video call function. Um, like how, how does it really work when students enter? just for people who may not be familiar with the process. Yeah, so the platform the U of A uses starts as mainly chat only. Um, so you've basically got one chance to really show who you are um, and open up that conversation. So um, there's gonna be a lot of people there waiting to talk to you. So make sure that you provide a opening statement that really outlines what you wanna do. So it can be a quick and seamless move to get you to talk to the right person. Um, one thing I recommend with the chat programs is um, start typing out a few common answers to basic questions. So um, type out your elevator pitch so you can easily copy that and put it into a new company's chat form when you want to introduce yourself. Um, and find a couple other questions where if it's asking about your prior experience, maybe go and have that ready so that you can quickly pivot and answer those questions because it is gonna be a little tough um, working with a chat only function. Um, and some companies will be able to send you a Zoom link and get that started, but others may just wanna chat. So be prepared that some of your time may be spent answering questions. So um, I typically just recommend having your resume pulled up, being able to utilize uh, what's on your resume and then also having some pre-written answers that really describe what you're looking for and what you're wanting from that company. Cool. It sounds like preparation is key. 
Yes, for yeah. sure. That sounds very, very, very helpful. I know a lot of my friends are a little bit worried about the career fair and stuff like that. So that's definitely something worth mentioning. Do you have any other additional advices on just students who are currently trying to find a job or an internship during this time? Yeah, don't give up. Um, one thing that I think students are forgetting is that a lot of companies have been impacted by COVID. A lot of companies um, went into hiring freezes or had to lay off some associates over the spring and summer. And so some companies just aren't in the place to start recruiting for internships or full-time offers yet. And so be patient with them because just because they don't have the exact opportunity you're looking for now, doesn't mean in a couple weeks or a couple months that that might pop up again. Um, a lot of companies are still just trying to get back on their feet, trying to get their recruitment strategies lined up and really focusing on what's happening. For example, with us, we're really focusing on our stores. And so a lot of our areas are um, just waiting a little bit to submit hiring targets because they're still trying to wrap up and continue working for the front line. Um, so just be to meeting people, networking with people, and don't be discouraged if you leave the career fair feeling like you didn't get anywhere. Um, just talking to the companies and getting in front of them is a head start, um, and different opportunities will continue to open up all throughout the years. So um, bottom line is I think a lot of companies' recruitment strategies may be a little bit delayed. Some are totally fine, um, but some areas may be delayed. So don't be discouraged about uh, not hearing back super quick. So Stephanie, let's say that I was really interested in this certain position at Walmart, but uh, maybe you know y'all weren't hiring for that position right now, or you know maybe it was possibility down the line or something like that. How should I stay in touch with the people that I meet or uh, you know network with at the career fair, and you know maybe in the future if there is a possibility for this job, how to make sure that I'm you know still front of line there, still like. Um, you know, making sure that I have, I keep those networks and connections open. Yeah. So make sure you connect with your network. Um, so the people you meet, connect with them on LinkedIn um, and don't just add them on LinkedIn, send them a message when you send that request to say, Hey, it was great chatting with you during the career fair. I'd love to keep in touch about blank opportunities um, and just really let them know that you're still interested, that you want to keep connected. Um, follow up, but don't follow up. <laughs> they still will have their day jobs to work. And um, I think there's, you'll find that, that perfect amount of time in between following up if you don't hear anything. Um, but don't follow up every day because that can be exhausting too uh, for both people involved. So I would say follow up and also continue to check the career portal for both Handshake and the company that you're wanting to work for because things change quickly and things will be posted quickly. So just keep an eye out on those, um, set alerts and just be prepared to apply as soon as something is posted. So always have that resume updated, always have um, some type of cover letter draft. You can pivot to fit what you're looking for. Um, and just constantly be out on the lookout and utilizing the people you know around you to get your foot in the door. Yeah, so just like once you get to the interview stage, um, I know virtual interviews can kind of be either harder or easier depending on who you are um, uh, than like an in-person interview, but just, you know, 
any advice that you have once you hit that stage? Yeah, um, this is a silly trick, but over the phone, smile when you talk. I swear through um, that you're more passionate and excited about the opportunity if you smile, even if they can't see you. Um, and I think it just makes you sound different. So that's something that's silly, but I swear it works. So if you have those pre-screen calls, make sure that you're in a place where you can talk for one, uh, make sure there's no distractions around you. I think that you should try to dress like you would be um, in person, even if there's not a camera involved, because it just kind of helps at the stage for you mentally that you're in a professional setting and that you need to maybe sit at a desk for the phone call, don't walk around, don't be sitting on your couch. Um, just set yourself up like you are in person and make sure that you do that to help portray yourself as professional, ready, and prepared. Um, and also try to be personable. It's I know it's tough over virtual platforms, but just ask people how they're doing. See um, if you can get them to open up about their career and about Maybe ask them what their struggles have been during virtual recruiting or um, interviewing people virtually. So just be personable and really show who you are because you only have however long that interview is or that phone call is to showcase your personality and what you're looking for and how you can benefit the company. So just be mindful of that and um, treat every interview, no matter what it looks like, as a in-person interview. Cool. That's really good advice. Yeah, I definitely agree. I remember um, like way back in, in high school, I interviewed for a job and it was a phone interview, just like you said. And the first thing that he said when I walked into the door my first day was like, I knew that you were passionate about it because you were smiling through your phone, weren't you? Yep. And so I was like, yeah, no, I, I was. Because um, that's just kind of like my personality as well. And so I thought that was really interesting that you said that you can pick up on stuff like that because like I wasn't doing it on purpose that's just like how I talk um but it was interesting to see like how from the recruiter's perspective how much of a difference that really makes so I'm glad you brought that up and I'm glad that you know um the people listening are going to get that advice because a lot of interviews coming up are all going to be either over the phone or through Skype or anything like that and so it's really important to still project yourself as if you were there in person Right, right. And it's so easy. It's easy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> you can uh, just put a little post-it note on the wall and say, smile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And another thing uh, when I've gone through phone interviews and things like that is not to get psyched out by silence on the other end. Right. Um, I know like obviously when you're in an in-person interview, um, a lot of times the interviewer will take notes after you answer a question or during the question that you're answering. Um, and I know the first phone interview I ever had, uh, there were, there was like 30 seconds of silence after each time I gave an answer. So I, I would sit there and I was like, well, do they want more? Like, should I keep talking or like, what should I say? I was so psyched out cause I hadn't experienced it before. Um, yeah. but just, just know that will probably happen and just, you know, yeah. sit there and smile and just remain yeah. calm. And most of the time they're just taking notes. So if you hear typing, <laughs> like answering emails, they're typing notes or um, taking notes on the conversation. So silence is not a bad thing. And also while we're at it, pausing before answering a question isn't a bad thing either. Take a sip of water, take a second to think about it. You don't have to immediately answer it. 
Right. So, yeah, silence is not a bad thing. I mean, to to an extent. Right. <laughs> cool. So obviously this is all incredibly new for a lot of students. I know everyone is very stressed out. I've talked to a lot of people who are looking for jobs, whether they're, you know, full-time jobs got canceled or internships got canceled or things like that. Um, do you have any, obviously you've given great advice so far, but do you have any advice on how to, um, you know, remain calm or like stay positive throughout the process if things don't go your way? Like if you don't get that call back for an interview or if, you know, that job that you really wanted fell through. Um, is there anything you'd recommend to students? Yeah, be open to trying something new. Um, you may want this specific role, this specific company, and that may not happen. And so be open to talking to new companies, um, thinking about different career opportunities that your skills could be transferable to, and just be open to trying something new. Um, you might actually love it, and you can always grow within that company or kind of get your career started at that company. So just be open to trying something new and don't um, not talk to a company just because they don't have exactly what you're looking for. So that's my advice to those that are still looking for jobs because a lot of my grads were impacted by that. So just keep looking. Um, people understand your situation. They either have known someone who's been impacted or were impacted themselves. And so um, just keep going, tell your story, be honest, be yourself, and um, just be open to new opportunities. Perfect. And I guess, you know, staying true to the theme of this season, just be adaptable. Right. <laughs> all right. Well, Stephanie, thank you so much. Um, I know you probably have to get back to all of your recruiting <laughs> at Walmart, but thank you so much for joining us today and sharing your thoughts. Yes, thank you so much for coming by. Not a problem. Y'all can do this. <laughs> you heard her. <laughs> so, all right. If you like what you heard, please download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And while you're at it, follow us on Instagram at Walton Biz Talk. And that's all for this week. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with more casual conversations about professional things. Bye.